Me too. Uh, keep it quiet because we're going live on Periscope. All right. And we're going live on Radio TFI. I'll see you on the other side. found the taxi stand hour on radio tfi Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, good morning. It is Saturday, December. Tw- oh no, wait a minute. That was nah. Okay, it only looks like December. Uh, <laughs> April fourteenth, two thousand eighteen, and you are on the taxi stand hour, the world's largest. Excuse me, the world's largest virtual taxi stand. Thank you for joining us here on Radio TFI and on Periscope. Good morning from, yes, beautiful, sunny, well, that's in my mind, <laughs> from St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm John Shannon, and from the place where I think it's probably really sunny in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, unfrozen kids and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a photograph from outside of John's house. It's not pleasant. Oh, wait a minute. For all you kids and kittens on uh, on Periscope, let's take a look outside of John's window. <laughs> oh, I laugh at other people's misfortunes because I firmly believe nothing bad will ever happen to me again. <laughs> Good morning, John. Should, should I should I tell you that the odds are of having uh, even more hurricanes this year are uh, pretty good? Ah, uh, poppycock! So. They say that every year, every year. <laughs> okay. Every okay. Year. That, that goofball uh, doctor out in Colorado says that same nonsense every year. Matter of fact, in two thousand five, the record-setting year, he Mister Oh, I always nail it. He changed it f- like four times through the course of the hurricane season because he was wrong because there were too many. Anyway, here we are. <laughs> It's the middle of April, and you've got snow. <laughs> I don't, not only do we have snow up here, <laughs> you know, snow. it's one thing to catch a little dusting. You know, we do average having, I think we average about an inch of snow in April. It happens. We live in the north. I, yes. can, I can live with it. Yes, you do. This, now, this storm here, which could dump as much as a foot on us up here, <laughs> uh, looking out the window, uh, I don't know. I think we got about six, maybe five to six inches of snow right now. It it really doesn't. It, it's worse than. A, it's probably not as bad as it looks to the people who are in the sheltered areas of the uh, country. But nonetheless, people, come on, we're tired of it. I want to get. I, I've been dying to buy a grill for this new uh, for this new house we have. Uh, but what's the point of Buying a grill when the only thing you're going to be able to make is snow cones. I mean, <laughs> you know, want to get that fire pit for the bot for the backyard. I this this is just de- it's depressing. Somebody sounds upset. Oh, you know what? People up here, we we know we live in Minnesota. We know it snows up here. We know it's cold up here, relatively speaking. Right. right. Relatively speaking, no, no, no. Just speaking, it's cold. 
let's face it, our in the summertime, our highs are probably in the um, maybe low to mid 80s. Mm-hmm. During the, we do get spikes every once in a while where it gets oh. around 90. It is glorious here in the summertime. That's our nighttime in the summer, 80. I was gonna say, you guys in the in the in the south. I've been there. I've lived in Florida. I've lived in Texas. I've lived in these places. You know, in the middle of the summer, it is miserable. So this is our misery right oh, I, now. I'm I got looking, I got news for you, pal. It's miserable um, in the beginning of the summer. Beginning. It's beginning. It's miserable at the end of the summer. It's miserable throughout the whole summer. So, I mean, the only thing I, you know, hey, I went out, bought a bunch of groceries last night. I don't have to worry about uh, going out in this at all. Uh, I'm going to, uh, as soon as I'm done here, I'm going to go raid the uh, Radio TFI uh, uh, musical vault, put up some more tunes for tomorrow's show, and then I'm going to uh, uh, pretty much clean clean and do some stuff around the house, and I'm just going to see that and look, watch all the other people because I don't have to go out in this stuff. I made my money work-wise during the week. So no worries here, my man. <laughs> two, two things, John. We just had the snow photograph back up. And uh, when you go back into the vault, uh, there may be some leftover confetti from disco night. There's, we, didn't oh. get, we didn't get a chance to clean. So so did your polyester shirt and... Uh, and uh, your knit pants or whatever uh, pants, polyester pants, did they did they fit properly? It's polyester, baby. It always fits. <laughs> well, this is true. It does. There is a little bit of give there, it isn't is. there? Well, there needed to be a lot of give. It was a team effort. For those of you who, who may have missed it, uh, and by the way, thanks to a, uh, a clerical error on my part, uh, Monday night's uh, jamboree, uh, disco night, is available on Periscope on the taxi stand hour, at taxi stand hour, and it, it was a lot of fun. I had uh, Mike King was in, and uh, a friend of mine, Carol, who was in visiting, uh, and we've literally known each other our entire lives. So she sat in, uh, and we just had a pretty good time doing a little uh, uh, reminiscing, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, it, it, is worth, it is worth it to find on the video uh, when we played YMCA, because we all danced to YMCA in our seats, it is. Oh, it, we, we were having a fantastic time. We had a I can wonderful tell. time. We had a wonderful time, and and I want to thank Mike and Carol for uh, for joining me Monday night. And Mike is definitely going to be back. We've already discussed uh, bubblegum music night. <laughs> Well, well, Mike's a former cab driver, isn't he? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, he is. But but you should you, know, you should bring him, have him sit down with us one of these days. I, I think that. Yeah. I, I'll work on that. But right now we're working on the Monday night thing, one step at a time. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please, but we're gonna do bubblegum music, you know, Donny Osmond and uh, uh, whoever else we come up with. So. Okay, uh, little girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So. <laughs> Oh, you want to join in on this conversation? 754-800 chat 754-800-2428. Uh we'll be here with you for until um, live. We'll be here with you until eleven o'clock Eastern time. Uh you know you can use that. What's great about that number is you can also use it to send a text message. You can use it and send a voicemail. You could go to Taxi Stand Hour and uh, send us a tweet there at Taxi Stand Hour. So uh, we love to hear from you. We had a couple of. Uh, I guess we should probably go to the uh, the uh, pink elephant in the room, if you will, and that would be the uh, last night's. Uh, uh, what would I say? I guess I'd say bombing. It wasn't an invasion. It wasn't world. It wasn't the beginning of World War Three. Uh, hopefully, but um, <clears throat> our beloved president quoting <laughs> this is great. Trump quoting uh, George W. Bush in saying "Mission accomplished." Did he say that? He said that. I didn't. I didn't hear 
that. Yes, yes, he did. Brings us to mind of George Bush on that aircraft carrier. Well, yes, in the jumpsuit. Yeah, in the jumpsuit. We're we're still fighting that war, aren't we? I believe so. (laughs) I believe so. Matter of fact, I got a little skirmish in the backyard, but that's that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Yeah. But, uh, no. Uh, So... They went in. They basically bitch slapped uh, Syria and the, and the Assad regime um, with the help of the France and the UK. France and the U- with yeah, with the help of France and the UK. You got to have. Uh, I don't. I I think it was more to uh, show. I involving France and the UK. I think was more of a way of showing, uh, especially Russia, uh, and it was all for show. You know that hey, listen, we've got we've got buddies here, um, so you know you're not going to Ooh, you're France. not going to tell us what to do. Ooh, What's that? Ooh, Ooh, France! Everybody's afraid of France. Yes, and the freedom fries. Oh man! So well, and let's face it, France. Uh, at least France participated this time, wasn't that's that? True. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. That's where we got that term "freedom fries" was the fact that. France wasn't willing to help out in some, uh, oh, what was it, uh, right they, after? They, they would not allow us to use their airspace. Uh, we oh, were, what? Uh, it was some, oh, it definitely happened on a, on a rescue mission for the Iran hostages back in the day, and it happened another time. Uh, they disagreed with what we were doing. And, of course, at the time, everybody said the same thing. Well, you all could be speaking German right now, if not well, for the U.S. And that's true. I, I would just wish it would get beyond this. I mean, just what, what um, maybe in my old age, I've just become too much of a peacenik. But um, I, I just, for at least for a year, I just wish the world would just take a time out. Well, that's not going to happen, and you know it. Well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, I got I have to say, based on the information I have now, and apparently the, the Pentagon has lost my contact information again because I wasn't in the loop. Uh, I, I have to resend that. But based on what, what, what I know, go ahead, I'm sorry. What happened to the Radio TFI press pass? I, it's got lost. Got lost. <laughs> Just leave it. Oh, there. I'm sorry. But, go ahead. But I... I on the surface, what I can see, and if somebody would like to correct me, 754-800-CHAT, this does not seem like the worst thing we could have done. If indeed we did go after the chemical plants, and if we did minimize uh, civilian casualties, um, and hopefully there were none, uh, apparently Putin is a little upset with his puppet. And now this just may be uh, the Cheeto in charge going, hey, look at me. I can do this on my own. You know, you don't own me. Well, well, when in fact he does. But, uh, you know, let's face it. Assad is a, is a, is a genocidal nitwit who's, who's out to kill his own people. So you've got to protect the civilians. I mean, it's all fine and well to sit here and talk about, well, we'll lob missiles at North Korea and at Russia and they'll lob them back at us. But... But who pays the price? The innocent civilians who have no say in these decisions. So exactly, if this if this cuts down on that chemical and biological nonsense, then by all means, I'm all for it. Uh, if if there's something more nefarious afoot, which is entirely likely, uh, mm-hmm. again, based on the information I have, uh, and like you, as I get older, I'm more of a peacenik. But every now and again, you got to kick somebody in the nuts. Sometimes it's the only way they, they get the message. Yeah, you're it's right. Kicking the nuts. You know. Look, we, we've all dealt with it some time in our life with the neighborhood bully. And sometimes all they understand is getting their butt kicked. Yeah. And uh, whether it works or not is something else entirely different. But Yeah, I've, I've said it for many years. The only thing a, a bully understands is a bigger bully. Yeah, that is. There's... There is some truth to that. You know. By the way, I'm exhausted. Oh, long night last night there, Snowflake. A long night, 
preparing for this show, sir, to make yeah. this a smooth running operation. <laughs> to be sure, I want to make sure that the fine folks who not only listen to us on the Redidio, and by God, thanks to you folks listening on the app and, to, and on RadioTFI.com or, or on the uh, replay, which, by the way, I would never got a copy of last week's Shannon Files, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, and, and our new our newfound friends here on Periscope, uh, I'm trying to present the best that you and I can cobble together on the four minutes notice that we have every week to do you this. Know, you know, you come in, you come in so totally unprepared, and here I am up every night, and I do mean every night. You see the bricks on these walls? You think they just magically appear? No, I have to build those walls brick by brick. Every single week. <laughs> you think these uh -oh. mistakes just happen willy-nilly? No, sir. These are well-thought-out, big-time professional radio uh, incidents. So, and was that the baby I heard in the background? No, it wasn't. Oh, that's too bad. I was going to say, uh, bring the little fella on. You know what? You'll, ne you'll, never, uh, you'll never hear the uh, that particular episode of The Shannon Files, by the way. Because I'm in the process of recording over it right now. Oh, oh! <laughs> it it was it was it was not uh, it was not Peabody worthy, anyways. So mm -hmm. what the hell? Well, there you go. Anyway, so that's what I do. <laughs> I do this all for you folks. By the way, I want you to understand out there. This is all. It's a labor of love. I do it for you, not not, yes. not for him, not for this guy. Okay. Not for this guy, and I have to look to make sure which way I'm pointing, because it's the <laughs> opposite way. But I do it for you folks. I'm here to entertain. I'm here to educate. I'm here to learn you real good about what you need to be learned about. Mm-hmm. John. Oh. <laughs> what, what else do we have? I suppose we could probably take that that sharp uh, left turn here. And, talk, oh, there's some poor schmo out there shoveling. Okay. <laughs> Folks, there's a little bit more out. There. I wish I could point this. Uh, I wish I could point this camera out here, but uh, uh, out this way. But yeah, there's more out there, and it's a heavy, wet snow too. Oh boy! Oh boy! I have to decide which one of the dozen pair of uh, shorts I wear today. Well, you you should see. Speaking of shorts, this guy is out here in shorts. God bless him. God bless he's got, him. He's he's got a blaze uh, blaze orange sweatshirt on. A pair of shorts that could be doubled, you know, if you look through, look almost like uh, gym shorts. Uh, long socks and uh, uh, looks like burka boots. Heaven, heaven help them. Heaven help them. You know, you folks understand there's no guards at the border. You can leave there. You do not have to stay. You can just pack up and, uh, you know. Anyway, so th this oh. week, go ahead, John. You 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 move on. You, okay, you're, you're driving so, the truck. <laughs> so as I understand it, um, there's been an update to the uh, to the Uber app for the on the driver's end of it. Oh yeah, it's supposed to make make the Uber driving experience uh, more enjoyable. Uh -huh. Do you know anything about this? Well, or? here's what I know, Pally Boy. So, oh, last week, every Uber driver globally, John, would you like to point the camera out there and we'll do play-by-play -play on the guy uh, shoveling? You seem very distracted right now. And this is not fair to the radio audience, by the way. So, you have to remember. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not, sorry. We're not just TV. We are radio. That is where our, our hearts and souls are. That is where this all began on the radio. You know, we can't be lazy and just point at things. That's not fair to the folks listening in. <laughs> now, 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 with just audio, that's going to sound completely different. <laughs> and when I oh, add, and with anyway. the sound effects I add into that, you will live to regret that. So anyway, so every every Uber driver globally gets this message. Uh, Tuesday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, CEO Dara the K, and I cannot pronounce his last name, 
has a major live announcement, live streaming announcement. What could it be? What could it be? What could it be? So the time arrives, and so I sit here, and I'm watching it on my computer, along with countless other untold millions, minions. And at about 20 minutes into it, you realize all this is about is an app, app update. That's all it is. There is no major announcement. There is no... You know, we're, we're going to insist on insurance or nothing. Talk about your big nothing burger. And, <laughs> and the, immediately what I thought of, and I've since uh, put out these uh, memes, if you will, was Geraldo Rivera. Uber now has surpassed Geraldo Rivera for the most overhyped event of all time. And, you know, just stay tuned, folks. We're going we're gonna to delve into the mysteries of Al Capone's vault. If, you're, if you don't know what I'm referring to, Al Capone's vault, Google it right now. And you will see what a, back uh, 80, 86, 87, somewhere, 89, Geraldo uh, Rivera had come. They were tearing down a hotel in Chicago that Al Capone used to own or be a big part of. Anyway, they found a sealed off area in the basement. So they built this entire program around, let's see what's in there, Al, Al Capone's vault. Well, they had the crews down there. They had paramedics standing by in case they found bodies. Who knew what they were going to find? Well, they got in there and talk about a big nothing burger. They found one bottle. I think it was a beer bottle. That was <laughs> it. It was just... And it was a two-hour show that just, and, and, and mind you, this is in the days before DVRs where you could pause it, get up, have a pizza, and then, and then fast forward through to the good part. And I got suckered into it. I watched the whole thing. That's two hours of my life I'll never get back. And I, I feel the same way about what, what Dara did the other day. That, that was 35 minutes. I will never get back. Now, one mention of driver pay, background checks, nothing. They did this whole dog and pony show about, oh, we, we did this with the help of 500 drivers worldwide. Baloney. None of this, everything that they, that they uh, promoted on this app is cosmetic changes. There's not one significant update on this app. And Dara is on a publicity tour right now. He was on CNBC a few days before that. He was on the Today Show the day after, or two days after. He was in D.C. doing an event in between so he is getting he is priming the pump for the uh, ipo for the public offering that he plans to do next year on what i have i still do not understand what investors are seeing the company owns nothing they don't own one vehicle they don't touch one vehicle uh they don't own their support centers if you will they, they rent these out from call center companies in India and uh, Philippines and wherever the heck they are. And uh, it, just more of the same. I'm done. <laughs> Tapping out. Yeah. So there wasn't, there wasn't anything. Was there no. no opportunities for drivers to make more money? No. I heard something about badges or some damn thing like that. Badges? We don't need yeah. those stinking badges. Well, I mean... What, what you get, uh, let's say you ride with me, and you thought I was a super swell guy, and, and we had a great conversation because, as our audience knows, I am a world-class conversationalist. Uh, Ed, uh, Ed, yeah, uh, th this is the taxi stand hour, uh -huh. not Fantasy Island. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Made that mistake again, and it happens occasionally. Yes. So anyway, wise guy. Uh, what badges are, a passenger can give you a badge for uh, uh, a clean car, nice chat, this, that, and the other thing. It all adds up to a bunch of, I can't pay my rent with badges. Even the stinking badges, I can't pay my rent with. And so that's, it's a big joke uh, on the forums that I visit uh, of Uber drivers and all that. It's a huge joke, you know. Badges. Nobody needs stinking. I, I hate to keep saying it, but no, we don't care about. Nobody cares about badges, and and this Uber will will consistently 
promote things to the drivers that mean absolutely nothing. Drivers want better pay. They want there's a whole list of things if they want to do this correctly, but they don't. They're not interested in that. So there's your badges issues. Next. Well, apparently he is trying to put lipstick on the pig because apparently now they've announced that they're going to tighten their background checks. <laughs> it is. It's like putting lipstick on a pig. Challenge got- accepted. <laughs> oh, in a blog post, uh, Dara said Uber will run background checks on drivers each year. Yeah. Better keep your nose clean. You better not rape any of your passengers between now and then because... Well, I just won't let anybody know about it. I mean, come on, that's just professionalism. Oh, by the way, that's that's another thing. There's a badge for professionalism, which I find hilarious when you consider Uber goes on and on and on about how their drivers are not professionals. They're just part-timers. Who want to make a couple of extra dollars? So how do how do I get dinged for professionalism when I'm not supposed to be a professional? Although I am a professional, at least I believe I am. Oh, it, it's it's how they are now, slowly evolving into a taxi company. Well, I got news for you too, kiddos, kids and kittens. The customers are catching on to the fact that Uber is now getting more expensive than uh, taxis. Yes. Uh huh. So they don't even have that to go. Well, they're not claiming to be cheaper anymore. They haven't for for quite some time. The difference is is the driver is not seeing. Uh, if if you've got a if you've got a twenty dollar fare to the airport and maybe it was it was twenty five in a cab and no, it's twenty on it in an Uber. Uh, the driver is not seeing. Doesn't mean that the driver is seeing uh, that. Per, uh, What's the word I'm looking for here? They're they're not seeing that difference in, in their pocket. I oh, guess no. is what I'm saying. Oh, no. the, the more your your Uber fare to the airport used to be fifteen, now it's twenty. That doesn't mean the driver's seeing that extra five dollars. No, absolutely not. Uh, there, I, I've ex- I've explained that here before. Uh, I will happily do it again. Uh, the Drivers get paid strictly uh, based on mileage and time. By the way, the time is usually some ridiculous amount, like six or nine cents a minute. It, it, it's, it, it doesn't amount to anything. What's that, John? I'm sorry. It's pointless. It, it almost is. It's almost not worth the effort. Uh, in the meantime, passengers are now given an upfront price. Now, that upfront price uh, changes minute to minute. depends on who you are, what your phone is. Where you're starting, where you're ending up, time of day, et cetera, et cetera. Not a surge per se, but they're just trying to see what they can squeeze out of you. In the meantime, mm-hmm. the drivers can see what the what the customer pays at the end of the ride. I can go into any one of my past rides and see how much I got paid. It will show me how much Uber got and how much the passenger paid total. Uh, I think they do that just to rub our noses into it. Uh, and there's especially on the shorter rides, Uber is taking upwards of 60% of the rides. Of the mm-hmm. money, and you know, it, it, it's just everybody that thinks Uber is such a wonderful thing. It ain't, kids. It ain't. Well, what the people that they, that use these services, whether it's a taxi or Uber, they have they have no clue in how uh, how it uh, actually works. I mean, I field nope. I field comments and complaints uh, for our cab company. Uh, through social media myself, and and they think there are people that are still convinced that for some reason the taxi uh, industry employs these drivers, yes. and um, it's amazing where you can, well, you can't make that driver do this. You can't make no, we can't make that driver do that. You know, so I, I'm, uh, I mean, we try, we try to, we use uh, incentives to to make the drivers or have the drivers uh, do things that they're supposed to do. But unfortunately, when it's a sad statement, but when you have upwards of five or 600 drivers or whatnot uh, in one, uh, one metropolitan area, you're, you're not going to be able to fish out everybody. No, you can't. And 
it goes back to <laughs> my favorite misconception that customers have about taxi drivers. Boy, you got here quick. Your garage is all the way on the other side of town. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So still believe that we go back to anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, okay, Mr. Bus Driver, driving the bus, what uh, what else you got? Because I've actually well, got some things this week. I'm kind of somewhat prepared. It's kind of well, why don't you go ahead then? I'll, I, I will yield the floor to you there. I'm not ready. And, huh? I'm not ready. <laughs> You're not ready, huh? I'm not ready. Oh. I want to see where you go. Let me see what you have first. What do I have? I got a big... Easy. I have... What the, what the Blues Brothers call a wish sandwich. You have two slices of bread and wish you had some meat. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> oh. So now, have I been, am I right here? Did uh, France actually ban uh, Uber over, the, uh, over this last week? I know Greece did. It says here that uh, the uh, European Court of Justice has ruled that France's ban on some Uber services is legal in a decision that will have ramifications across the EU for the under-fire ride-hailing company. So I'm not sure which which one of the Uber services they're talking about here. It's most likely what they uh, what's UberX here is generally uh, Uber Pop. In uh, okay. in European countries, and uh, so that is what I would presume it to be would be Uber Pop, the Uber X, etc., etc. Uh, and though and those have been banned in France, and I guess now the uh, the European Court is uh, is uh, backing that up. From what I'm hearing, that appears that appears to be it. Oh, that appears to be it. That's that's been kind of up and down for a little while, anyway. But it's I, I did catch a glimpse of that headline uh, earlier in the week, but I, I didn't delve into it too much because I don't prepare for this. I haven't got time. Well, it just goes to show that there are some countries, some states in this country who actually care about what their what their drivers are making. I'm seeing here most of uh, Europe is booting them out. There's no question. Uh, I'm I'm seeing here in Seattle they're moving forward with a plan to bring Uber and Lyft regulations in line with taxis. Yes, yes. Uh Seattle both Seattle and Portland have had their uh go arounds with with Uber and Uber has played fast and loose. With well, both of those cities, and Seattle also is on the this close to being the first city with uh, unionized Uber drivers. If they haven't done it already, they may have actually accomplished it by now, uh, which would be fantastic to see. Uh, I, I would love to see a union for taxi drivers. That's been done in the past, but again, uh, not, it won't happen where I live because the state of Florida is a right-to-work state, which means you don't have to be in a union. Uh, New York, parts of New York State, I know, are what they refer to as a closed shop. You have to be in the union to work in particular fields, uh, mm. et cetera, et cetera. But uh, yes, yeah, Seattle and Portland are not are not taking this lying down, and Uber well, knows that. Uh, Portland was where uh, they had the whole uh, uh, gray ball. Uh, well, both Portland and my shower. I've been sitting on that one forever, so to speak. <laughs> I wish you'd continue to sit I, I'm on. doing it right now, as a matter of fact. So, <laughs> and, for another... you and for you Periscope folks who are just, just discovering us, this is what we do. This is what we do. You've missed like a whole year and change of this. This is, this is, this is the refined stuff. This is what we call hashtag big time professional radio, you folks. got it, kids. Welcome aboard. <laughs> supposedly uh another study has been done on what uber drivers earn i'm getting to the point where i don't give a flying flip what careful uh, 
I I I checked it. You ought to be proud of me, Uncle Ed. I yes. checked it. Where? Uncle, Uncle John gets the gets the uh, clap. Well, uh, asshole. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, um, apparently uh, another study has been done. This one uh, in Montreal. Apparently, Uber drivers in Montreal, after their exper- after their expenses, uh, make four dollars and sixty cents an hour. Can you pay the rent on that, sir? Uh, in nineteen fifty-two, four dollars. I. I and Montreal is an expensive city to live in, as I understand, too. It ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. Uh, yeah. I, like, like, like I've said before, you know, the, the everybody thought that Uber was this, this great idea and whatnot. It, it took off, you know, when it was just a bunch of part-timers that were doing it you know, before or after work or whatever. But it got to be so popular that in order to meet the demand, they had to go out and try to find full-time drivers. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Tap the brakes there. What? Bear in mind, when they began, when they began the make-believe taxi portion of our show, the rates were triple what they are now. Now, that's true. Drivers were making money. Uber was giving $500,000, $2,000 rewards for bringing other drivers in mm-hmm. there was a mass massive push for new drivers uber has never ever advertised for customers they've only ever advertised for more drivers as long as that doesn't mean you have to keep in mind i've said this over and over and over again uber doesn't care if there's 10 of you out there or 110 or 10,000. As long as the calls get covered, because it costs them nothing, zero, to have 10,000 cars out there sitting around doing nothing. It is the drivers that pay for maintenance. The drivers pay for fuel. Uber doesn't own one flipping thing of any significance. Uh, Oh, sure, all their executive employees get paid well. Dara's making, I read something, $96 million a year. I don't know if that's an accurate figure or not, but all these high-flying... uh, oh, Dara took a car, took a car out and picked up some Uber rides on, with the new app, and they showed a video of this. This was part of the whole big presentation. Well, first off, it was in San Francisco. B, the three or four people he picked up are all Uber employees, all setup jobs, and, and, and it's just. But so, so that was just a big hoax. Uh, that was oh, just a yeah. big. Right from the right from the giddy up. Oh yeah, there was. If you went in there with any more than a glimmer, uh, if you went into this presentation with any more than a glimmer of well, maybe you know, there's always a chance something relevant and realistic may come out of this. Uh, You know, look, people win the lottery every week. There's always a chance, a slim chance, and that's what this was. There was. Uh, it was a big old nothing burger, but but getting back to, you know, Uber just keeps putting drivers on the road, and, and since they once they got everybody lured into it, then they cut all the rates and they cut all the prices, and they're trying to build up ridership to make it look good for the IPO. Although for the life of me, I still can't imagine people investing hundreds of millions and billions of dollars into an outfit that makes no money. Yes, Amazon didn't make money originally, but Amazon sells stuff. They've got warehouses. They've got actual property. They've got actual employees doing actual jobs. Mm-hmm. Tapping out. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think we need something. I think we need some humor after all After all that. Oh, I think I'm pretty funny. You, you, you looked, you looked uh, pretty. Your, your gills were turning red. Easy. <laughs> Easy. So you're telling me now, now I have to be funny. This is what you want, right? You want funny. You well, want, Do you want no. funny ha-ha? Or funny as in, that smells funny. Which funny no, would you like? I, Speak up! Never mind. 
Hey, I just I just ran into this in Twitter. I thought this was kind of cute. It'll make your day. We'll so so apparently there was uh, in Las Vegas there was a, a boxing uh, match. Uh, I think it was probably within the last couple of days. Uh, one of the boxers was a Hispanic. I don't know if he was uh, uh, Hispanic, if he was an American, or if he was boxing out of Mexico. His opponent was a white guy who literally had his had a a. Um, his boxing trunks were meant to resemble a wall, a brick wall. Right, and he, of course, he had the, he had the Trump uh, uh, Make America Great Again acronym uh, there on his trunk somewhere. I forget. I don't want to know. The, the, the dude got his ass handed to him by this Mexican boxer. Well, <laughs> this is like waving the uh, proverbial red flag. At a bull. bull, although bulls are actually colorblind, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, what? Why? Why antagonize this person anymore? This person is already has plans to beat you up. This is what you're there for, and now you're in. Uh, you want to try and make the beating worse? Uh, what is your plan? I'll get him so enraged that he'll just stand there with his arms at his side, and I will beat him senseless. <laughs> How'd that work out for you, Skippy? Yeah, exactly. But that that I, I'd love to have had video of that. That uh, that looks like that is just uh, you know we can do that now. It's fun. Well, I, I'm gonna find it somewhere here between. Uh, I can't do it now, but we can actually. Although after after the show, I can though. Well, I mean, Some... we, we can play video on the show now, on the Periscope version. It would it would be a slap in the face to our radio listeners. Well, we don't want to piss off our radio listeners. Oh, they've no, been... no, no. They've been loyal and kind to us. Exactly. They, they've kept oh, damn. I almost forgot to mention this, though. What's that? Bouncing back and forth here. Boom, boom. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Cough up a hairball after that. Please mm. try not to die during the show. Do it during the replay. <laughs> Your favorite legislator. In this whole big country. Oh, 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 we were going to get there. No, we were getting there. You Are you referring to the medical miracle that is the only spineless man on the planet? Yes, I am. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mr. Paul Ryan, he is finally going to take the money and run. Indeed and go is. make more money being a lobbyist now. And you, and you watch them <laughs> drop like flies now. They, they're they're just gonna they're gonna drop like flies. It's I, I uh, David Hogg from Parkland. Oh, by the way, we almost forgot. Hashtag enough is. I'm, I'm sorry, I have to divert here. Hashtag enough is enough. Hashtag we call BS. Friday this coming Friday is the National School Walkout Day, April twentieth. Please, 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 to anybody within the sound of my voice, including my neighbor next door, if he can hear me through the wall, please do whatever you can to encourage these kids. This is so important. David Hogg from Parkland, uh, the quote-unquote actor from California. Good God, where did they come up with this? But he turned 18 the other day. And, of course, he'll be voting in November. And a lot of these kids will be. But do what you can to support these kids all over this country, all over the world, that are going to be participating in this. Not only here in, uh, in, in beautiful Broward County, right here in our own backyard, but, but all over. If you see kids marching, if you see them standing, honk your horn, give them a thumbs up, give them a wave, something. Let them know that we, we're encouraging them because clearly we can't get it done ourselves. And fortunately, these kids, they don't have the same lifetime of baggage that we do. And the same, sometimes it's good to be a fearless kid. And this is one of those times. They're not concerned about whatever possible political repercussions, et cetera, et cetera, may come down the line. This is actually ideal for them. It's a shame that it had to happen because of what happened. But again, next, this coming Friday, please, please, please. 
stand up with these kids and especially if you have kids stand up with your kids thank you absolutely oh <laughs> uh, by the way I, I have discovered the largest or the biggest reason why I don't own any guns two words poor aim uh no Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent. <laughs> what did the Motor City Madman do this time? Well, I had mentioned this because he'd said a few things. He'd, he'd called uh, the protesters, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. He was real disparaging. Yes. Hey, Ted, and, what have you done since Cat Scratch Fever? Give us another hit. Yes, please. Well, apparently in that same, I didn't see this until uh, last week. But apparently in that same interview, he said that all Democrats, all liberals should be shot. Get your guns out and, in, in essence, beautify America, shoot a liberal. Mm, no, there you go. There you go. So, you know what? Uh, these, are the in, these, these types of individuals are the exact reason. So Mr. Rod Johnson and a couple of my other friends... Uh, from the far side, who uh, who are gun gun nuts, gun enthusiasts, enthusiasts. whatever you call. Them. Uh, now you are looking at the reason why I don't own a gun because the reason I don't own a gun is is I would use it. <laughs> On Ted Nugent. <laughs> On Ted Nugent, absolutely. Well, that's like I said. Show me something more than cat scratch fever, Ted, and uh, you know. He knows that he shit his pants on command. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know what that is in reference to. You don't? Nope. Oh no, he uh, he crapped himself so he uh, could prove that he was crazy and get out of the uh, draft. Ooh, close the window and avoid the draft. I get that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We're, oh, we were starting to talk about the, the only spineless man in America. Oh, we already talked about him. About as much as we needed to about say. About as much as we needed to say. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And, and that is why you get that square all to yourself. And I, and I didn't sublet it out like I was going to. And again, that's a, that's a video reference. And, and that's another slap in the face at our radio audience because you guys can't see the squares. And I'm working on that. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to marry the audio with the video so that the radio people can see it as well. In the meantime, allowing the, uh, the video people to hear it as opposed to just seeing it. Because right now, the, the video people only see us. They don't hear us. So somewhere, somehow, there is a way that I can fuse these two technologies together. And I will find it, gosh darn it. <laughs> Which, what you just did there is what Annie calls mansplaining. Yeah. How is Granny Annie? How is Granny Annie? Granny Annie is doing just fine, thank you How's very little much. Little Oliver. Little Oliver. Oh, he is starting. He is. It's amazing how adorable this baby is. Is he becoming a person? He is becoming a person. Okay. He is so adorable. It has me wondering if they switched babies on. Uh, <laughs> on <them. laughs> there is no too way. He's cute there. to be one of us. <laughs> there is no. There is no way. That the father of this baby <laughs> made something that cute, but remember, uh, remember at one, I, point, at one I, point you and I were cute too. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, when <laughs> when the by the way, the terminology that uh, Nugent uh, used was that uh, crapification. The uh, Democrats should be shot like coyotes. Really? His, yeah, that was his exact quote. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. You that's know, your it, buddy. It's good to see that we have staunch, upstanding Americans who completely disagree with the very First Amendment of free speech. In other words, no one else is entitled to an opinion but you. If they think differently from you, they should be put to death. And this, this somehow makes sense in this twisted world. Why is it others can sit there and allow you to spout off nonsense like this? And yet, for somebody else expressing an opinion that is completely different than yours, oh, they should be shot. Yeah. They should be shot. 
Uh, yeah, that's and and this is why you're Trump people because it's all about you. It's not about anybody else. So I tell you what, Ted, put that loincloth back on, go swing across the stage, and play your one your one freaking hit. And it wasn't I, that good anyway. Yeah, Ted was one of those guys. Three chord that, wonder. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ted Nugent was one of those guys that I, I, you know, like I, I he sucked before I knew what his political leanings were. <laughs> Look, he was amusing uh, when when I didn't know which way he lent, leaned, uh, lent. Uh, but which but, way he swung? Well, there's that too. <laughs> uh, I'm a left swinger myself, but that's neither here nor there. But Again, you're, the right to express yourself is fundamental to this nation. I may not like what you say. I may not like all of it, part of it. But that's what being a USA citizen is all about. You have the absolute right, right to say what it is you feel and believe and what you believe in. Meanwhile, I will sit here and defend that right for you, even though I think you're a blithering idiot. I'm sorry. I don't think it. I know it. But well, for you, again, for anybody to sit there and say, well, you think different than me, hence, you should die. Well, yeah. there you go, exactly. kids and kittens. And, uh, and, and here's your opportunity to uh, ex- expand your opinion, if you will. Let us know your opinion. 754 800 chat 754 800 2428. Maybe you think that uh, Ted, maybe you think it's okay that Ted Nugent thinks that Democrats should be shot like coyotes. I don't know. Sounds pretty radical to me. They, they and they call and and they call people who are liberal, they call them radicals. I don't, I don't see, I don't hear. F- uh, for I don't hear anybody on the left calling for for Donald Trump to be uh, for Donald Trump to be assassinated. Well, that's not true either, but but not publicly, oh, really? not publicly. Well, yeah, and and I, I no all kidding I aside, you're uh, right, you're right. No, nobody. I'm sorry, I had a little gas there. I'm I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm having sympathy gas with with Oliver. <laughs> I plan on pooping my pants later. Not to prove I'm crazy, just because it feels good. Just because it feels good. I, I just do it. I'm an amateur. I just do it. I just do it for fun. Not like you know, I was just thinking about this, though. Trump has had what it about easy. about me pooping my pants? Well, that too. That's very odd. But it's very disturbing. No, but Trump has had it easy, if you think about it. Yeah, we, uh, people, his opposers have, you know, they've said their minds, you know, they've, you know they've made their their little jokes and stuff like that about small hands, small feet. What else has to be small? Uh, the, the, we've made those comments, but you know what? You don't see depictions of Donald Trump uh, hanging from a noose. Have you, uh, have you not heard of Kathy Griffin? Well, I have, and and you know what? I I take that back. And but you know what? Kathy Griffin was dealt with. She was shunned. Have you heard from her since? Oh, absolutely. She's back. I... She's back. Oh. But, but this falls into uh, most definitely the free speech category. Poor taste, no question. But still, free speech. Mm. Uh, remember, the same people that were stringing up uh, President Obama in effigy and blah, blah, blah were outraged. Mm. Outraged. Anytime somebody so much as says uh, some innocuous little thing about about Trump, like uh, Cheeto in charge or, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Cheeto in charge, Cheeto in charge. Cheeto in charge. <laughs> so we've, uh, yeah, we've uh, definitely, uh, uh, the, the, the uh, what am I looking for? What's the word I'm looking for here? Deviant? The landscape has changed. Oh, Let's sorry. just that way. You know, we've got, it's amazing the depictions to make, you know, Trump looks so presidential, you know, chin up or chin out, Which chin? chest out. Yeah, well, this is, you have multiple to pick from there. That is More chin def- than a Chinese phone book. Hey, 
Yeah, it's an exactly. Old joke, but it's it was a. Did you notice I'm wearing orange headphones today, not my blue ones? Uh, well, are you trying to be fashionable here or what? No, I broke the other ones Monday night. I told you it was disco night. It was. You know, that sounded like a wild party. It was. It was fantastic. I. Uh, matter of fact, my my headphones had to be bandaged. Oh. <laughs> Medics involved and. Oh my! It was like yeah, a regular, I, regular Studio Fifty Four here. I, I saw I saw the studio after after that particular show. Uh, I saw I saw I saw stockings hanging up on the lamp. Unfortunately, they were Ed's. Well, actually, only one of them was mine. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you had a good time with that, though. It was a fun night. Oh. Did you get to see the replay? Because I did some very very cool special effects. I, I, I saw what you had the special effects on Periscope when I was watching it live. Ooh, that was ooh, good. The disco ball, yeah. Yes. Um, hey, something else. But go ahead. Did you know? Yes, I did. That Thanks for bringing the, it up. Did you know in the '60s, you could go into a department store, and you could find live monkeys in that department store. The jokes are coming fast and furious, and I dare not say one of them. Okay. So, apparently, they're they're completely uh, redoing, tearing down. I don't know if they're tearing down the building, but they're definitely doing a, a remodel of the old Macy's in downtown Minneapolis, which actually, before it was Macy's, it was a Dayton's. Now, Dayton, Dayton's, Dayton's was a big department store. In the upper Midwest up here, as a matter of fact, one of the uh, uh, founders, um, uh, relative, I think grandson of the uh, of the founder is our current governor, Mark Dayton. Uh, but apparently, so they're doing some major overhaul renovation on that building. And up in uh, up in the ceiling, they found a mummified monkey up in the ceiling. Now there are several uh, there are several uh, opinions on how it would have gotten there. <sighs> you make a horrible King Kong. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Um, There's several theories. I think that uh, our governor, I think, set them straight. Apparently, there was a uh, uh, like a rainforest type setting. What the hell is that background noise? That's you, baby. Not me. It, it might be our blizzard conditions here. So. <laughs> I, I, I hear it on my headphones, but I, I don't hear I, it. I don't hear. Hmm. I don't know. We'll say we'll have to we'll have to listen to the replay and see if we can't figure it. It looked like it went away. But uh, yeah, so there they found a mummified monkey, and they figured that there was this rainforest that they had. Uh, up in one of the upper floors there. They had all kinds they had all kinds of theories. They were saying that at one point in time that they were selling monkeys there in the pet department. You the, the these department stores back in the day, you could buy damn near anything. You know, eight floors you could pick from uh, used to be fun to go even as a kid walking through these department stores and all the neat stuff you could you could find. But yeah, found a mummif uh, a mummified monkey. That's hard to say. Say that uh, three times fast without tripping on your tongue while mummified you're doing. Mummified monkey, mummified monkey, mummified monkey. I show off. What else would you like me to do, as your trained monkey? <laughs> oh yes. You sir have less than a minute. To I have less than a minute. Well, why don't you get whatever else you have off your chest, off your chest, and. Tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., it's the Shannon Files with the one, the only, the indefinite John Shannon right here on Radio TFIM Periscope. John, what happens Monday night? Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. <clears throat> I, don't think, I don't think they can do disco night two weeks in a row. I think they're just a little, probably a little too old for that. Oh, no. The body wouldn't hold up. Oh, no, there'll be none of that. By the way, kids and kittens, 
Beginning Monday night, all of our Periscope shows will be available at the Radio TFI. It's the at sign, T-H-E, Radio TFI. So uh, set, your, set your things to, to whatever it is you need them to be set to. And, John, we're playing our way out. We are playing our way out here, huh? Yes, indeed. Oh, there we go. All right. Well, I guess at that case, I will talk to you tomorrow. And meanwhile, have a great day. If you live in Minnesota, don't panic. It will eventually be spring. Adios. See ya!